2: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader.
0: It's a confident and safe and careful step the UK is making and we want to get opened up to international travel. It's in our interest but of course we also want to open up safely and securely with other key high trust partners around the world. America's one of them but there are many others. Dominic rav has been hinting there may be some changes to travel in the UK next week. The Foreign Secretary says he was contacted by other foreign ministers on Wednesday night after the government announced that double-jabbed visitors from the EU and US would be allowed into the UK from Monday without having to quarantine. Of course, that doesn't mean those countries will let Brits in. The US, in particular, does not seem keen, no matter what Mr Rabb says. But there seems to be optimism that the tide is turning. Travel journalist Simon Calder is with me now. Simon, the government might think that other countries are going to open up to the UK. Is that what you think?
1: i been absolutely baffled with what's been happening in the past 24 hours first of all this was trumpeted as a great opening up um in fact all it was doing was belatedly grudgingly saying okay we have to admit that if um you have been uh, vaccinated in the eu or the united states then the chances are your vaccine is just as good as our nhs one so obviously it was stupid Obviously, it had to change, and that's what's happened. And the idea that um, uh, Joe Biden will be quaking in his Oval Office in the White House because um, the government has now uh, grudgingly said um, Americans can come in that he's suddenly going to say oh well that's all right then when six weeks ago when the European Union actually got their uh, bid in first nothing at all has happened so um, here we are it's not often I actually um, during this crisis uh, um, find my universe overlapping with that of uh, the foreign secretaries but it my goodness has done this morning um, he's been saying, "Well, of course, France is on the amber plus list. Haven't you seen the variant, the beta variant rates on Réunion, which, as you will know, because I'm sure you spend most holidays there, is uh, six thousand miles away in the Indian Ocean?" He said, "It's nothing to do with distance. It's all to do with um, connectivity," which. Um, has taken quite a lot of the travel industry by surprise, Um, not least because it wasn't long before people were pointing out, hang on, if Reunion's so bad, why isn't it on the Amber Plus list then? It's just astonishing. And it's one of those things where clearly two weeks ago the government um, messed up by coming up with this Amber Plus category. And instead of just saying, yeah, we got it wrong and we'll put it right, uh, they are now digging their hole ever deeper. Um, Thank goodness there's not a global crisis on that um, requires some strong, wise leadership.
0: But with the U.S., Simon, I, I know that Joe Biden is not quaking in his boots in the Oval Office, but there is a lot of money at stake in that travel industry between the United States and between uh, the U.K. There must be people lobbying the White House right now to get things opened up between these two countries. We have a special relationship, for goodness sake, Simon.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, but that, that counts for nothing. I mean, London Heathrow used to be the um, main hub, of course, for, for New York and the rest of the U.S., uh, not in the more that status i think will continue to dwindle the americans i mean you've got to of course appreciate how it looks from there the american carriers yeah of course um american delta and united would with- quite like to have a bit more of a shot. I mean, the JetBlue, which is um, launching uh, flights to London next month, they would like to have a, a bit more of a chance to fly people. But while the US Treasury is pumping billions of dollars into them to keep them afloat, they're not really that. Um, I think the technical term is bothered. Whereas uh, British Airways and Virgin Atlantic, of course, who have uh, just burned through billions in in cash during the coronavirus pandemic desperate to open up um and uh, again i just don't think that that um necessarily resonates in in the uh, the white house they're in no hurry to open up their um domestic tourism industry is doing really well because of course americans if they can't go on holiday abroad they have a vast and wonderful country they can take their vacation in it's the uk who are who are kind of knocking at the door desperate to uh, be allowed in it will probably all happen round about sort of September, way too late to save the summer. But uh, that that would be pretty much in line with um, everything else which has happened during this miserable pandemic. Uh, the airlines are pretty much at the back of the queue, along with the cruise ships. Um, and a little bit of good news yesterday again the um, the, the government saying, Okay, international cruising starts again from Monday. <laughs> the cruise lines are saying. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. We need weeks, probably months, of um, organisation to get our ships ready to go internationally. So it's it's pretty dismal here on planet travel, I'm afraid, David. <laughs> Are the the companies working on planet travel themselves?
0: Are they seeing this as as light at the end of the tunnel? Are they starting to feel more optimistic? Or is it kind of, I feel like there's a sense of almost ennui out there at the moment, Simon.
1: Uh, Well, look, there there is no grounds for optimism whatsoever because every time the government does something which uh, people think, well, that's a positive, marvellous. So we can come back from amber list countries uh, without having to quarantine there is something coming down the track that we haven't even begun to think of which in this case was amber plus and not only does that um, uh, effectively write off travel to and from uh, one of our two most popular countries along with spain it also completely destabilizes everything. and so I'm you know if I have a look on my social media feed right now, I'll find twenty people saying, uh, is Spain going to go on the Amber plus list? What about Greece? And uh, unfortunately, with that kind of uncertainty around nobody is going to be a a serious buyer of forward travel. Um, and the, the you know, one of the great sadnesses will be the way that uh, the UK used to have the finest travel industry in the world. And this is being, I was going to say, eroded. I, I would say, actually... <laughs> kind of almost positively destroyed by the government um, as uh, it it, it, uh, treats uh, the travel industry and those who work in it and seek to benefit from it um, with uh, with disdain uh, bordering on contempt.
0: And that's the leader. If you want to hear more from Simon, he has his own daily podcast with our sister title, The Independent, looking at travel issues like this one and giving advice. Look for Greenlist Travel with Simon Calder on your podcast provider. Join us again tomorrow at 4pm for the latest news, analysis, interviews and features.